1: I know you shot, uh, and I know we can't talk about it a lot because it hasn't come out yet, but Mm. you did work on Westworld, which, you know, everyone's looking forward to that show coming back. Just one of the biggest shows in the world and just like (laughs) star-packed and amazing and it's HBO and it's just like, you know, all those things. How was your experience working on it? What what can you talk about?
0: Oh, my goodness. I really, so I really can't talk about too much other than the fact that I worked, you know, I worked on it and it was kind of my, the way I... (laughs) um,
1: Can you tell us your character What happens to them and what's the result and what happens at the end of the season? Just those things and then we'll be...
0: (laughs) All of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, go
1: ahead. You're
0: you're so silly. (laughs) Um, It was truly an incredible experience. It came kind of out of left field. Yeah. Right before the break. And oh so I that's felt the like best it
1: was, right before the holidays. You, you <sighs> uh, that's the best.
0: Yeah. Then you feel like, like a little I, stocking stuffer, you know? Yeah.
1: It's like you just like now I can go on vacation and feel like I did something. And yeah,
0: absolutely. And also now, because I think sometimes we have this idea of, and now it's the end of the year and now I'm going to set my New Year's resolutions. It kind of just almost allowed me to have this infusion of momentum. Yeah. Coming into the into the new year. Yep. And it was I've never had that experience before. So oh, that great. was really cool. Yeah. And it was such a wonderful show to work on again. I mean, whoa, everybody was so awesome. Jonah Nolan, Richard L. Lewis was the director of my particular episode. Again, I don't know how much I can talk about it. Worked with just some amazing folks. And that was another Dream come true, you know, that's another another show I'd really set the intention to work on at some point. And it happened. And I and it
1: was magical. Yeah. You know, Westworld's one of those shows where like there's certain shows where you watch, you are like this is just like watching a really long movie. That's a TV show. You Mm. know, what I mean, because the quality Mm -hmm. is so high quality and they have the budget to do it they have the talent to do it uh, they have the script to do it they have their creative team to do it so it's all that coming together just to be like an amazing long film like experience
0: exactly know?
1: so congrats exactly. I can't wait for that to come out <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm uh, excited.
1: and then we can talk all about it you come back and we'll talk about all about the Westworlds <laughs>
0: It was, it was awesome. And I can't wait for it to be shared with the world. And, you know, on a show like Westworld, I, I didn't realize this initially, but it'll probably be about a year before yeah. the episode I worked on air. Yeah. So it'll be perfect time that, for me to return and how drop do you, okay, in with you again. Yeah. How,
1: so that's the thing. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but I guess there's nothing really to do about it. But do you ever get in that mindset? Like, how do I deal with like, I shot this really cool thing and I can't talk about it for a mm, year. Right. You know, I guess right. you just have to like, hopefully you've got other things to distract you. And so you don't, but yeah, it's just it's, it's really because I'll ask you in a year, like, what was that like? And sometimes people are like, gosh, I don't quite remember because it was so long ago that I shot it. Right.
0: Right. Exactly. So I think exactly what you said is it's really spot on. It's like and I think it's a really great principle for life. It's It's the idea of continuing to plant new seeds constantly. Yeah. In other words, be in the present moment, enjoy it when it comes, and then kind of release the past yeah. and feel it's great. It's super confidence building, you know, when, when this stuff happens yeah. and, and you kind of integrate the memories of how wonderful it was. And then and maybe stay in touch with the people you worked with or not. But then move on and kind of trust in the seasons and get really proactive about continuing to have yeah. the skills. Because when Westworld comes out in a year, it will—I mean, there's a lot that's not— up to you as an actor. For example, if you do book an audition, right. th- you know, that, that's that's not really up to you. So it's kind of like, what are you creating in the meantime? What do you have control over? And I find that and continuing to audition, if, mm-hmm. if that's your path or whatever your process is as an artist. And so for me, It's been about finding the ways to fulfill myself so I'm not waiting around even for the next audition. It's like staying creatively fluid and then continuing, hopefully, to build the body of work, continuing to evolve the real. Again, though, if we only have control over so much. So maybe it's like working on a play or, you know, whatever yeah. it is to keep the creative juices flowing. And I find that when we do keep flowing, keep the flow going, other portals kind of open up and then the booking does come right. out of nowhere when you're in New York City in Times Square not expecting it right. or right before Christmas when it's the last thing on your mind and you have family in town and it's crazy. And that's just like how it goes. You were talking about this yesterday at breakfast, at breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were saying that... I can't remember what project it was specifically, but you booked something at one point. It was the last thing you were expecting. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, well, it seems like I have this thing where for some reason. So for those who there aren't actors, uh, you'll have an audition and then maybe you'll have a callback. And then sometimes they'll say, oh, you booked it, which means you got the job. Or sometimes they'll say you're on a veil, which means who knows? Maybe you're one of the top three choices. Maybe they're waiting for someone else to decide if they want to do it. Maybe you are their top choice and they're just running you by the producers, whatever it is. Studio. So when you get an avail, yes, you feel good, but like you don't know. I feel like it's still only about 20% of the time maybe or (laughs) that you get it. But like, I think three out of the last four years now, I've been on avail... Yes. while out of town during Thanksgiving mm-hmm. three times and I've booked all three which is like that's just a how does that happen? I don't know. I, I
0: know. I mean, it's nuts and it's also kind of like how life is, right? The yeah. minute you let go the yeah. minute you surrender because it's acting our profession what we've chosen is one of those things that's so connected I think to our yeah. heart we can't pretend like we don't care. We yeah. do. It's, it's what we love. It's what of we're, we're putting our lives on the line yeah. essentially for it. You know, yeah. I always feel like we're kind of spiritual badass Mm-hmm. We're warriors, you know, yeah. and it takes a lot of resilience and it's like the quicker you can get up. So I think it's its own little Practice in and of itself, just the art of being an actor and compounded with, it's that whole, that old adage I was talking to you about yesterday. It's like, you know, girl wants boy, boy doesn't want girl. Yeah. And the second that the, the girl's like, okay, well, I'm going to date other people. I don't yeah. care anymore. Then that's, you know, right. it's, it's just, it's it's uh, polarity. Yeah. And it's just kind of the way the universe works. And, but the minute we think we got it mastered, we, we can't, the, no. I think the thing that can be so frustrating is you can't force letting go, right? Right, (laughs) Right. yeah, you can't.
1: And you know something I was just popped into my head is like I don't know if I've thought of it this way before, but it's like really auditioning. It's a lot like when you're single and you're dating and you go on like a million first dates, and then sometimes you're like, "Oh, I thought we had, Correct. I thought we, I thought yeah. we had a good time. I guess not." You know? <laughs> Absolutely,
0: and and it's one of those things too, where it's it's like because I have I have a lot of girlfriends who are in the dating, in their yeah. versions of the dating scene. I'll say, and I always it's like be circular about it, you know, date multiple people at once so that you are exploring and learning and getting your tests sent to you and not putting, you know, your eggs all in one basket, so to speak, and keeping your mind open to the flow. Like water must continue to flow. Otherwise it's stagnant, right? And so it's how many pots can we spin at this? This is for me again. Yeah, what no, of discovered. course. How many pots can we spin? How much can we generate at the same time while not becoming kind of consumed or overwhelmed yeah. Yeah. by it, right? And so right. it's allowing ourselves to have those multiple experiences and to really
1: well, this is turning into a really great analogy, I think, that we yeah. just came up out of nowhere. Because I, I was also thinking like, well, yeah, it is like uh, a little bit like dating, and like sometimes you thought it was a great date, but maybe the other person didn't think it was a great date, sure. or maybe you both thought it was a great date. Uh, but then, you know, but then also you're saying like, it's like, how do you prioritize? Because yes, we can have, well, first of all, the worst thing you can do, like you said, mm-hmm. if you're dating someone is just like, sit there and wait by the phone for them to call you, right? Same oh, with a auditioning. never
0: boils, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: right. So if you're auditioning too, you, as soon as the audition's over, the best thing you can do is start working on something else.
0: The thing, the key there though, is you, the best thing you can do is to start working on something else. However... You can't pretend to yourself like the haunted memory of the ghost of of the past audition isn't there. And so (laughs) it really is, it really (laughs) takes a lot of discipline Mm -hmm. to get to that point. And so exactly. So with the something else, it's nice if you kind of have a checklist of what that something else is. And it doesn't even have to be related to your craft. It could be, I don't know. I think the easiest the most challenging thing to do is to put on your shoes and get your butt to the gym or go on that hike. But it's one of those things that if you, that's one tool, Yeah, (laughs) you know, it's like, okay, point my focus in toward wellness. And for example, if to use the, you know, example of waiting by the phone for the person you just went on the date with to call, it's like, well, you may start getting depressed once they don't call. And if you're putting all your hope in the call, then if they do eventually call and you're just sitting there feeling really crappy the whole time because they weren't calling and crying, then by the time the date arrives, because you've gotten the call, let's go on a date, then you're not really feeling great about yourself. And I think it all comes back to, and again, this is stuff we can talk about, but the practice of it is really like the crux of it. We can... It's learning how to release the valid, receiving the validation Mm -hmm. externally and giving it back to yourself, whether it's the validation or just the reinforcing of this is my life and you are the leader of your life and you're choosing and you're doing because then then you can cast yourself in a sense. right? Right. Then the projects that don't work out, you can realize that like the phrase like rejection as protection Maybe if you did book this, it would have kept you from the next thing you would have booked. Or I mean, you just never you just never know. And so it's like we we tend to book. The work, I think we only book the work that is the work that is right for us. And Mm -hmm. when, for me at least, in coming to a place of kind of deeper trust, I see it. It's like, oh, that's why I didn't book that stuff. That my, I don't necessarily think the ego is the worst thing. I think it helps us accomplish a lot. But that's why I didn't book that stuff that my ego wanted. It wasn't in alignment. It just wasn't in alignment. And so it's it's a super powered path to...
1: You know, that's crazy that you were talking about kind of like sometimes we can go the creative route and when we're doing something else, sometimes we go the wellness route. Mm-hmm. Like I really, I know you're a certified yoga instructor. Yes. I really enjoy yoga. For some reason, I can't, I don't really enjoy doing yoga, watching a video. Mm-hmm. I guess I feed off the energy of people yeah. being, and I talked about this in the show, like if I'm in a room with people, I'm going to try more and focus more. Or as if I'm at home, I could just give up. And it's,
0: yeah, you know I think what I mean? I think it's like logs to a fire. And I think it's one of those things where, you know, I decided to become a yoga instructor several years ago when I got to a certain point in my personal practice where I felt like, okay, as a student, I kind of came to, I hit a wall and I I knew I wanted to break through that. And so that was why I decided to become a yoga instructor. I also felt like it would be valuable to share yoga with people in my realm, my family, who may not go to a yoga class. I could just kind of Trojan horse it in right? sneak certain Tools in, but in terms of being in an actual class, like anything, there's an energy that's there when people are doing it together. And it's kind of a shared intention and a shared focus. And I think it's just more intention in a sense, you know, and it's, it can be, we can challenge ourselves a bit more. But there's great beauty as well, I think, in having both uh, going to the class and then these days, since a lot of, the, you know, activities we would have done in the past communally aren't as available to us. I think it's really cool to kind it's just like that self-discipline, which is so hard. Yeah. It's like, okay, fine. I don't really enjoy this. So 10 minutes of it, or let's just find something I do enjoy. Dance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to yeah. dance right now. Or maybe I'm going to yoga dance and, yeah. and do a mashup. Or it's using the tools that we have and then finding the ways to kind of tailor it to ourselves like yeah. this podcast for example how many right. podcasts are out there but you have your unique version of it yeah you know